discuss. All right, okay. I'm here today with ben, uh, with sorry Brent Dimitruk, who is known on Twitter as the Canadian earthquake researcher. Um, you may have heard of him because he's been getting a lot of attention lately, and this is because of some some pretty wild things that you're saying about what's going on tectonically, what's going on in, in the world and in the Pacific Rim especially. So I'm gonna ask you about that, but I first just want to let our listeners know who you are and why should we listen to you about earthquakes and seismology? Um, well, even though I had, I had no actual history in this until the that year 2019 when i surprisingly ran in, into it but somehow um well the string of events that led from that moment to now um can't be considered really a coincidence so basically i i i i experienced that string of earthquakes and very very promptly came up with the plate locking theory from very early on and then watch the string of events. So I can later elaborate the whole timeline of uh, from the very start all the way to where we are now. How the events un unfolded, it, it all matches up so well with the whole idea that plates are blocked. So it, it just, everything just lines up way too well for the plate blocking thing to just not, not exist. Right. And, yes. and so to be clear, you don't have seismological training. You're not a, tra a trained geologist or. or... No, 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 I, I don't. I, I have no, no uh, professional background in, in it. I, I, I totally just, uh, I remember when I was in the Southern Philippines and I just, I just really heavily brainstormed to try to come up with, idea of why why we are seeing those things in the philippines so i just brainstormed heavily but no no professional background no formal education for it <laughs> okay so what i'm going to try and do here um is i'm going to try and share my screen because um you know a lot of people might just say oh you're not a professional you know why should anyone listen to you but you have a very impressive string of predictions and oh, yeah. um, and just just to let the audience know, um, I actually I've written to four seismologists now, um, one of them very prominent and very vocal. And I'm kind of surprised I didn't hear back from her. I didn't I haven't heard back from any of them. So I wrote to them basically asking, hey, are you are you familiar with what this guy is saying? Um, have you seen his tweets and his predictions? And what do you think? Because I, you know, I'm not a seismologist. I am you know, way in over my head here. I don't, I don't know anything about the science behind this. I'll just say that up front. So I asked some people who are, you know, considered experts in their field and they just haven't gotten back to me. So we're going to look at what you have said, what you've predicted. And I'm going to see if I can share my screen. I'm, um, let's just see here. Okay. All right. So this is yes. I can you see that? This is very yeah, disorienting because yeah, I can't. okay. So yeah, that was th open. this is from your website, and I'll post a link in the in the in the show notes for this. But these are some of your predictions. And oh yes, I posted them on here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and maybe there are more since since uh, since then. But you start off with maybe you can just tell us a little bit about this. This was Guyana. You said this is the the. Um, well, why don't you go ahead and oh, just yeah. tell us what's this? What what happened here? Um, oh yeah, so starting with Guyana, it, this I remember what preceded this. Uh, uh, there was this string of earthquakes that, uh, that appeared all around the uh, no around the Caribbean plate which is something that normally doesn't happen. And I literally just used that pattern to, um, to uh, I, I just, that pattern made me know that the pressure was somehow surging to an unusual level. So like, so basically normally there's just a, a bunch of medium to large earthquakes around P Puerto Rico and nothing outside of it. And then a bunch showed up all around it 
And it made me think, okay, the pressure is rising and then something is going to show up on the, on the Caribbean plate. So I used the pattern of earthquakes showing up uh, and then just, I, I just, that made me know that the pressure was going to lead to an earthquake basically. Mm -hmm. So that's, and, and you said, and, and you said uh, an earthquake in the Caribbean. Um, were you was your prediction more specific than that? Uh, oh, it was not more. It was not more specific. I just used those earthquakes to determine somewhere around the Pacific Plate, but or, uh, somewhere around the Caribbean Plate, it was going to happen. Not specific, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. because it happened, because an unusual earthquake. Uh, turned out to be the the biggest. Wait, I can't. Uh, it's, actually, there's two predictions. I'm not sure. Right, right there were front. two different ones. So, so this For one Diana. is from the the January 30th one. Um, yeah, you said in and around the Caribbean plate and in and in eastern Indonesia through to Mindanao, and then on January 31st, Guyana got got a first got got a big quake. Yeah, it got its first major earthquake registered the day after i saw i i said something is going to happen to the caribbean mm -hmm. yes yeah. and then yeah, so that's and then in march you did it again so this is march of oh, yeah. this year you did it again um you say kind of finding the caribbean central america with an awful lot of pressure lately so there could be yeah. a risk of something seismic happening there and then Again, yeah, the the next the very next day, right? Yeah, the very next again uh, um, within about a day uh, day's time, a big one showed up. See, yeah, yeah. And I used yeah. so so to to the to summarize the the prediction tool I used was when there what when there is a, an increase in the like four point five to four point nine magnitude earthquake range all around the Pacific. I keep mixing, mixing that up. Around the Caribbean plate, that is a signal that the pressure has just started. Like the plate is being squeezed or mm -hmm. being, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, being pushed somehow. Yeah. And, that, and that happened both times before. So the day before that appeared and then the next day this happened. So yeah, I, that's how I knew it. That's how I knew it was coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so um and so here, I'll just, I'm just going to, I'm not going to, you know, go into detail on, on all of these, but you did it again for the Caribbean. This was Jamaica. Oh. And, and anybody who wants to, they can go to your website and you can actually click on these on the date of the tweet and you can go back and see the original tweet. So, you know, he's not just, this is not Photoshop here. He, these were actual tweets. And then you can look up the earthquakes and see that they did actually happen when he said they did. Um, so the Caribbean, um, and then we're going, and then the Philippines. So in February of this year, you did the same thing okay. with the with one of the Mindanao oh. earthquakes. Oh yes, and so you know, I remember it was the exact same pattern. Like I just tried to explain about the Caribbean, it was the same pattern. So what happened was, I noticed a configuration of a bunch of small, again, like the blue, the four point five range earthquakes mm -hmm. showed up right around that time and that is what made me predict it i thought that was a pressure indicator and i used that and literally an hour later or something i think it was like uh, two hours or something later it happened right yeah, wow so, so um and then so there are other ones you can you guys can go you, i'll just briefly sort of mention um mindanao the bolivia salt flats um davao um and then you know, there were a couple others, but you, it's, it's a very impressive list of accurate predictions. I'm going to stop sharing yeah. my screen now. Um, so my question is, have you spoken with seismologists? Have you spoken with experts and are, why are they not doing this? You know, are, are you the only one who has predicted these and what do others, who, what do people who are in the field think of, of what you have to say? Um, well, first of all, um, well, you, you, there's no way to af affirm this. I do suspect there may be a cover-up and there may be a censorship. But again, I, no one can can make 100% uh, claims about that stuff, but I do strongly suspect there is a like, cover-up, like, uh, like it's, it's, it's being, uh, it's being su suppressed for some reason. Um, oh, my computer's not plugged in. Oh. 
I should probably do that. Otherwise, the battery will get low. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. okay, now it's good. Uh, yeah, yes. Um, so, so like I, I don't know. I, um, it, and then the, the other thing is that it was pure luck that I found it. I like I was in the right place at the right time, basically, because I was there. I, I just got back from South Korea, and I was there, and I experienced those that string of earthquakes firsthand, which made me very uh, convinced of all the things that I then later predicted and and the theories I, I came up with. Like and I this was, was in the Philippines. You were in the Philippines. That right? was in, in, the, in the, the Philippines. There is no other um, seismologist there, probably. Uh, mm -hmm. I was there in Mindanao and witnessed those that string of earthquakes, the, the clustering, which, mm -hmm. which uh, if you investigate it, um, this is something I, um, I'm going to um, like in the like later on, I, I plan to like back on my Twitter account. I'm going to to highlight more about how why I'm the why I, sh I am the only person that came up with with this because of where I, where I was and, and the and the string of of um, earthquake events and all that stuff. It's it's com it's complicated. But but yeah, but back to the issue of the seismologists, like I, I it's I just don't know why. Have you um, reached out to any of them? I, I did early on and and also did not hear back. And hmm. and some some have suspicious ways of responding, I think, um, like not giving explanations, just saying things. But like other other people more recently tried and they said we can affirm there is nothing unusual going on with the plates and i'm and it's it's a little suspicious no explanation and that doesn't even i don't know it um in my own opinion that doesn't even sound like a legit response because i'm watching the slowdowns and all that stuff they're just the denying what you're seeing i think it's a not i think like Again, I'm. I honestly feel that there's a cover up. Like there, there could be a cover up. And you've this. posted about this, so just, just so people don't think he's just sort of randomly saying, "Oh, there's a cover up." You saw something that l led you to think this, right? That that the U.S. sites were doing. Oh, oh yeah, I did see they are they are planting earthquakes that didn't didn't happen, and and also like. There, all the agencies are in are basically in agreement in general and in the actual time, like the EMSC or whatever that's called, and USGS. But then you go to try to look at the same day later on, and it starts to fill up with earthquakes. So, really so you're weird. saying so? So let's back up just just a second. The the sites that you're going to to get your information about about earthquakes and what's happening. What are those sites? It's USGS. EMSC or East? I think oh. it's EMS, the European one, right? EMSC. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put links in here. And then there's also the te Tetrama. What is the, um, is that the Latin American one? The, um, oh, Tetramo. 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 What is that? that? That's actually just, that's actually basically them re relaying the USGS. It's only okay. the USGS data. Okay. So who else is providing data? There's USGS provides data and EMSC provi provides data. Is there anyone else providing data? Um, there, uh, um, there are others. Those are the only two global ones that I think exist. Like there, there, there appears to only be two global ones, like EMSC and, uh, and then the USGS. They have global coverage. So, so more recently, I've been starting to post um uh the, like those two at like in a in that in one twitter post i've been mm -hmm. posting them alongside each other to show that this is actually happening the slowdowns the super steep silence that's coming in both of them show it at the same time and they're in agreement so that that erases doubts about if it's really if that silence i'm talking about really exists yeah so i post both yeah, and, and you're and you're so so again to back up for listeners. So so the big thing you've been posting about recently over the last few weeks, or maybe it's even longer than that, is this 
this blocking. Um, it, and can you just describe yeah. what that is? So uh, simply, simply said, this is two, uh, two of the largest plates have gotten stuck together. And it's the only, the only thing that even shocks me is the, the timing that it's happening now, not like a thousand years ago or something. It's happening now. Uh, two plates, the Pacific plate and the Eurasian plate have got, have gotten stuck together and, and they have basically stalled, stalled out. And because they are so big, uh, it's disrupting and interfering with the movement of the rest of the plates too. So, and, um, so the evidence of that, of course, has been the, 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 if you focus towards where I say the blocking is, which is the Southern Philippines, you would notice a decrease in major, major earthquake activity in that area. And what one thing that uh, many people are not aware of, that is why this is a problem is because the mantle is the layer be, uh, underneath the crust that keeps moving. It's like, it's like rubber. It's se the semi-solid layer of the earth that composes more than 60% of the mass and it's still moving. It doesn't stop moving, but it's still stuck to the plates while the plates themselves are jammed. So that's, it's strained. It's elastic strain building and building and building as they're stuck. That's, that's, oh, oh, the blade was laying into the vista. <laughs> are, we, are we okay? Do we, do you need to move or anything? No, no, no. It's just a friend asking about the earthquake. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. so so what so when you say the Pacific and Eurasian plates, where are where are those? If we're looking at a map of the of the Earth, what are we looking at there? Uh, oh, oh, can you can you repeat again? Yeah, so the the Pacific, you say that's the Pacific and the Eurasian plates that are stuck together. Where is yes. it? Where where do those meet? Where where are they stuck together? Um, th th those those plates. Uh, they they meet at a at a boundary. Uh, basically, starts all the way from Russia all the way down to to Indonesia. But um, but what happened is what I what I think I've discovered is that it right starting from right at the bottom of of where the, those plates meet is actually where the, the they are jammed. Starting right from the bottom, and I think the plates basically have been like pivoting or something over what may be thousands of years. Like, I think this is a blocking, we're uh, thousands of years in the making. Like some people are criticizing me saying, oh, you're, you're claiming something's happened overnight. No, I actually do think this is, this is evolving over a long period of time. So that, like you can tell by looking, uh, that zone is, is a subduction zone, but um, the further south you go, the, the longer it's gone with no activity. So it's basically blocked from the bottom up, basically. That's what I, what I see. And so my, you know, my knowledge of earthquakes is just limited to having lived in places like California and Japan where they have earthquakes. I've always, my understanding has always been that the longer you go for a quiet period, sort of the more, the more stress is building up. And is that, is that correct? And is that, how does that apply here? Yeah, yes, that, that is exactly correct. And the people here in, in Mexico are telling me they're aware of the exact same thing. A lot of people told me they're aware. Um, and that, that is exactly what it is. Because um, what that means, what, um, earthquakes are, are basically like foot, the, the footsteps of the movement of the plates. Earth, earthquakes are an effect of plates scraping past each other. And, and and earthquakes, especially the larger ones, are indicative of the continual, the continued movement of the plates. They are they indicate that the plates are moving, and if they stop moving, that is an indication that the plates stop moving. And the interesting thing is, most people are not aware that the vast majority of the energy released is is not in the earthquakes themselves, but actually the, the plate. It's called slow slip, the, the, how plates move. So actually plates are slipping and sliding and earthquakes are just a small amount of energy released from like scratching against each other. And, and the earthquakes are more like an indicator uh, of that they're moving. So you cannot, you can tell how fast the plates are moving 
uh, by um, the difference in the frequency of the earthquakes. So, so yes, the if they just stop showing up, it means the plates stop moving. That's and what you're it means. saying you're saying that people in Mexico have noticed that there are fewer earthquakes, or or. Oh, yes. Actually, this is interesting. And this is something I didn't even get to posting on my Twitter account yet. It's new. Someone told me that him and his his friends were noticing that the earth, that they, it stopped producing, like earthquakes basically stopped showing up like they should or almost no movement at all. And he said him and his friends were wondering, why are there no earthquakes and stuff? Wow. And and now he talked to me and and he's thinking, wow, this is starting to make a lot of sense. But I told him the plates started to lock up and evidence has been going back to like just over a year that the gridlock of the plates has been reaching a global level. And he told me that it's about it goes back about a year that he said that him and the other people noticed that it's that the movement also stopped. Wow. Yes. And you had an interesting report from someone in Australia, too. Do you want to talk about that, about what they saw in their house? Yes. So so they said that starting sometime in uh, later in September, they started seeing the, the ground move and like like start to distort and the house start to crack. And they, and I did affirm uh, like a. Like uh, I clarified, I clarified with them that this is this didn't did not happen before. The properties were all fine before, and this is around the same time that I I noticed that the slowdown started to get really bad all, all around that area. That's and Australia is just south of where the blocking is. So and they told me in just this morning they got they gave me a brand new update and they send me video in their their private message. You can and it shows. Um, at the end, the pop, the loud pop sound shows up. So their house on all the corners and edges is, is showing cracks. So the land wow. is starting to, to distort. And but to be clear, this is not. There's not an earthquake going on. This is not. No, no, no. So I'll explain what now. What I think this is, and it, it probably most likely is. This is the the blocking is starting to exert force an uneven force that is causing it's causing the land to buckle under the pressure of the block plates and wow. and making the land start to yeah buckling is probably the best word to describe it it's doing to the to the land and australia as i said is just south of where the blocking is too so it's no surprise that it's it's it happened there he said or um, I don't know if it's he or she, oops. Uh, but yeah, the user uh, said that they're on a mountain and it makes sense. I think it's it's pushing up the mountain in a very unusual way. I think mountains normally grow at a really slow rate and somehow it just accelerated it in some strange way. And there you go. So, so would we expect to see this, like what, what, what this blocking that you're talking about, what, what should we expect to see and when? When and where? Um, well, what I expect is we're going to continue first seeing uh, more periods of silence. Um, and because it's becoming pretty clear this is happening, anyone can go check and observe these sites and watch the 24-hour views uh, of the earthquakes to see you're going to notice that there's going to be major periods of silence first. A huge silence is going to set in, uh, continuing up until until some point the plates are just going to reach a certain level of strain that is going to overwhelm and it's going to fracture and it's going to produce a cataclysmic earthquake event. And and what do you mean by cataclysmic? Like how how would it compare to what we've seen, you know, in recent years? So. Um, if you compare it to the Japan earthquake of uh, 2011, I, I would estimate that the energy release will be more than 200 times higher than the Japan 2011 event. Wow. And some interesting, there's some interesting math to use with this. There is a Japanese study that says a 3,000 kilometer rupture would produce an earthquake of magnitude 10. And it would produce a worldwide shaking. Or, oh no, sorry, that's not that study is not about worldwide. That's about the local 
locally it would produce uh, one hour shaking. And that's for a 3000 uh, kilometer rupture. Now what we have here is, um, what we have here is a rupture that I estimate to be more than 20,000 kilometers. Uh, and actually wow. the first one I said actually probably would be felt worldwide too, because there's another important thing to consider. The Chile earthquake that was magnitude 9.5, uh, that was in year 1960, it was, I found out that it was borderline felt worldwide. It was felt all the way in Japan. Wow. wow. In a very light way. So that actually, the the Chile earthquake that was 9.5 magnitude proved that that's basically the borderline for it to be enough to be felt worldwide. So anything bigger than a 9.5 will be felt worldwide to a some degree. And the bigger it gets from there, the more intensity we felt worldwide. And so, so therefore, um, this math, basically all this math would suggest that this earthquake will be felt worldwide with high intensity, and it'll actually be more than an hour of shaking, because that's what the math would suggest. It sounds, sometimes I'm afraid to, to, to make it sound so big um people literally won't believe it but it's true it's it's very long it's the shaking is going to be very long and when you look at i think it's the usgs uh sorry i don't have it to pull up but when you look at um the the official side i do i think it's the usgs there's this a, a q a thing where they answer the question is a mega quake possible and the answer is no, it's not because it would require a fault line longer than any fault lines we have. But wait, so, so how do you respond to that? That, um, I'm not sure what's the reason they're posting that, but that does look like it is, that is, uh, that looks pretty false actually, because they're, they are only, they're only using fault length as a measure and that's not the only factor in energy this is about energy an earthquake mm -hmm. is about energy release fault length has nothing to do with the amount of energy that the earthquake will have this is about plates being jammed and now it start the strain is starting to probably get down into the, the mantle that um it's all about how much energy can build up all the plates are are, are jamming the plates are jamming up worldwide and of course that japanese study thank god that japanese study was there because it it actually said that 3000 kilometer rupture plus i can't remember what the width there was a specific about there was some specific detail about the slip amount and i can't remember but the important thing it only needed 3000 kilometers and that wow. would produce a magnitude 10 earthquake as i mentioned before so that the usgs thing I knew was basically nonsense before I found out about that Japan study. So no, and that's actually not true. The Japan study is that, do you have a link to that on your website? No, no, no. I, um, I, I think, I, I think it's, it's saved somewhere on my computer so okay. I can, I can find it. If you it. can send it to me then I can, I can link that in the show notes. Um, yeah. Wow. So, so what are you saying? What are you comfortable making a prediction as far as like, I'm in California. Are you comfortable making a prediction as far as what are we going to see here in terms of maybe tsunamis or, or even our own fault lines? What would you expect us to see? In, in California? Um, well, first off, it's almost like um, like a magnifying glass the, because like the way it's going to focus because the north end of this big rupture is literally directing straight in the direction of California. And then you look at the south end, it's, if you look, it's also the rupture is pretty much also pointed directly towards California because if you look at the, um, the plate boundary, uh, so like the the tsunami will go directly outward from perpend, perpendicular perpendicular to the fault so the whole thing is like in a c shape so it's all going to go straight towards california basically and <laughs> great like it's i know it's it's not good no 
And so it's the, the waves. I don't even know exactly the amount of energy. So, so it, it could range from something moderately catastrophic, like going inland a bit and destroying uh, a chunk of LA to, it, it could be as bad as literally wiping out LA. Like, again, I'm, all, I'm sometimes afraid to, to say what the worst would sound like. The, right. the worst, the worse it sounds, the more people, people may not even believe this thing. Right. The, the more, the more fantastic something sounds, the harder it the, is to believe. That, that, that's yeah. exactly how it is. So that yeah. sometimes yeah. I am, uh, I am, um, uh, like, like I, I've, I've made that action before of not including the worst details. I'm worried. I just want them to understand that the detail, that the, the event is coming. Um, and so sometimes I've not included the worst things that I think are really likely to happen with this thing that there is a, there is a possibility it could destroy LA. And um, like, I don't know how high the tsunami would go. Cause I, like I, um, sometimes people tell me uh, how high should I go? And that, that's where it's getting like, how high should I go to avoid the tsunami? And I'm, and like, I just don't know what, what, what to say, because this is right. a, a life or death problem just to be safe. I would say you'd have to be out of LA to be safe. Cause I don't know how, how big it's, it's going to be. That, that's the problem about uh, California in general, because of the, the shift, that I expect this is the unlocking of this blocking is going to cause an abrupt shift in the plate. So it'll, it'll for sure um, cause movement of the local faults, but the only right, that's question- the other issue, it's not just going to be a tsunami. It's also going to be our own faults are going to be yeah. affected by this too. Yes. And I'm, the only thing I'm, I'm not sure what will be more important, the local faults or the global temblor that will result from the event because people ask about other faults in the US and I say in many cases you, you shouldn't be worrying about that it, it, it'll be the global hit like I like I said it's going to definitely be worldwide felt and and with the range of possibilities of energy that this that this could release it could be very high intensity uh, everywhere on on the planet it will be it will be enough to cause damage i just don't know uh, to what degree will it will it like the severity of it is it safe to assume though that it's going to be worst around the pacific rim like japan australia even indonesia the philippines the west coast of the of the united states and canada is it safe to say that that's where it'll be felt the most um well in terms of the the shaking, the shaking will um, will be concentrated a- around the ma- the main rupture. So, like, uh, if you see a shaking map that shows af- uh, that actually shows the the data of the shaking after it happens, you would see the red is the worst, and the red would extend from Japan to Taiwan down to the Philippines, and if there will be a focal point near Tokyo. I'm expecting. Wow. Uh, very high intensity. It'll have like focal points. It's not like just one epicenter and then decrease from there. It's gonna the the red zone or the highest intensity on the sh- the shaking maps that you will see after will extend along the rupture and will be focused near Mindanao, Philippines, and near Tokyo, which is not good because because look, Tokyo is there, yeah. and that Tokyo is located at the point where the three biggest plates in the world meet and i noticed there's clustering wow. of earthquakes happening and i'm i i project that there's going to be a high focus of energy release right near tokyo so so for the u.s west coast it'll be less right be and, less and tokyo that. also has a lot of reclaimed land also right so what does that mean oh yeah oh, oh yeah um to, uh tokyo uh they have reclaim land i think that's mostly for industrial areas but yeah um on top of that all around that area all around japan actually will have generally high intensity and liquefaction will be a problem it looks so much of it is right on completely flat land uh, just looking at the, the plains that, that they are built on i think it'll be very um subject to to liquefaction 
and the liquefaction won't be won't directly be uh, like um, threat to human life, but this is what's going to it's going to it's going to worsen the the damage to the buildings and everything. It's just going to make it easier for think to stuff for stuff to fall fall over and get destroyed. Infrastructure, power lines, uh, gas lines, all that stuff will just be destroyed even more easily because the liquefaction will ensure the ground moves around. So when liquefaction happens, it's, you know, when you say that word, I picture the ground just turning to quicksand, but it doesn't sound like that's really what it's, it, it, what, what does it actually do? Well, it, it, it pretty much varies based on the, the saturation. Yes, it, it literally, it literally does turn to quicksand in the worst cases. And you could actually see that in Florida, actually, because again, it's going to be a global uh global uh temblor so so it's it's going to um so pretty much anywhere on earth that has the highest saturation level of water um in the soil uh and you're near you're near sea level you will actually you could see liquefaction almost bad enough that what you just described you can actually see you could literally be thinking in for other areas it will be at least at least as at least bad enough to cause buildings to be just dis- dis- like destroyed they'll tilt over they'll collapse um from the th- that destabilization will destroy buildings even if it's not bad enough to make people sink again i, I saw pictures and video of liquefaction so actually um it it can actually in many cases yes turn to quicksand and and it and even in the, the so areas with the lowest level of, of liquefaction, it'll probably still be enough to send uh, buildings falling down and destroying infra- infrastructure. Wow! And and are we talking? We're talking about tall buildings, or like would a would single family homes have this problem too? Or are we just talking about big buildings? What? Well, the, the the smaller buildings will just tilt and go into the mud and and stuff like that, and. Um, well, the, the bigger buildings will face the threat of actually collapse in a very similar matter, manner to what happened with that Miami or that mm-hmm. greater Miami area condo. Yeah, it, it will the destabilization is what's going to cause buildings to collapse. So even uh, buildings that are earthquake like in California, we have very strict laws about um, building building buildings to earthquake safety standards. So are those going to help at all? Well, th- that is one thing I did tell people. Um, California, along with a lot of Latin America as well, th- these places, their earthquake building laws will will mean lower damage than the other areas. So that's why I always focus on places like New York City when I'm talking about where the real damage will be. California has, in general, less tall buildings than the ones they do have have more earthquake re- resistance Al- although i'm not sure with this lasting an hour a lot of stuff is still going to come down the interesting thing is i saw in japan i'm amazed by how much damage an earthquake still does i checked 6.7 earthquakes still destroyed a lot of stuff well so yeah, nowhere- I, I was actually in i was right outside of kobe i was in um shinosaka for the the kobe earthquake back in what was that 90 90- 94, 95. And what I learned then was that a lot of the, um, okay, my Japanese friends might hate me for saying this, but the construction industry there, um, there was some corruption there. And they basically did not build according to, this is what I would, what I was told and what I sort of saw in the news is that they didn't build according to the standards they were supposed to be building at. And so there, yeah, there were some freeways that toppled over and, you know, really surprising things that happened then. And I just wonder, I wonder if that problem has been corrected. And I guess, well, we'll I don't out. know. I did hear that Taiwan, I heard the exact same problem in Taiwan. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if they fixed it, but I did. I, but also interestingly, just, I just read something about estimates for deaths and damages for a uh, can't remember what earthquake size, but it looks like based on the estimates and what's already happened, even even in Japan, uh, this this shows that even earthquake resistance doesn't help completely. The buildings are still going to fall. There's going to be collapses. 
liquefaction, of course, is, is going to make things easily worse. It's hard yeah. to fight fight that. So it, basically, there's going to be damages even in the most earthquake um, ready places. Right. So, so California, um, and this is going to be a long duration event. So it's it's going to cause a lot of destruction. Right. Even even California, it's going to destroy buildings. And you mentioned the East Coast. What's why? It seems like the East Coast is over on the other side of the planet. What what do you expect? Like in places like New York or or down the coast? Um, well, first off, the U.S. East Coast is in a very bad position for a cataclysm like this because it's a lot of it's built on coastal flat mud or sand plain, and it's highly saturated. So uh, all. All these cities you see built along the East Coast, Myrtle Beach, Miami, Atlantic City, all, all these places, they're built on these coastal mud plains and flat plains. This stuff is all going to go, this is going to experience some very severe liquefaction for sure. That, that ground is going to shake around like jello, basically. Wow. It's going to shake around bad. That, it's going to destabilize everything. All the power lines, um, fuel lines, all that stuff infrastructure plants uh, industrial facilities are gonna shift and it'll it'll definitely destroy a lot a lot of stuff the liquefaction is going to be bad for u.s east coast cities it, it, they're in a really really bad um position for this because of the the, the coastal mudplain less of a threat from the the tsunami threat will be lower because there's a shelf it's a, a continental shelf which means that offshore, it's still shallow, so the it breaks the tsunami. So mm -hmm. what they'll just get instead is a moderate tsunami, but then the liquefaction will just make everything bad anyways. Right. So so that, that's what the U.S. East Coast is, is going to get. Is any place safe? I mean, it sounds like there's good, it sounds like from what you're saying, there's going to be a lot of shaking even inland. Is that right? Well, like I said, it's it's going to, it's going to shake the whole planet uh, that is for sure I, I explained earlier the math about why yeah. it's going to be felt worldwide it's far exceeds the, th the, sh the threshold to, um that it will be felt worldwide so it's the shaking will be everywhere uh what what will vary is the local features like i i i get a lot of questions and then i always suggest about rural places if you're in a rural place a single story house it's, it's not like this is an automatic death sentence or whatever uh it's um if you pick the right place you're totally fine single level home in a rural place the event starts you evacuate so you will be for sure in um evacuating the safety before anything can happen to you if you're in a rural place in a single level home of course yeah right. so there, there's a lot of there's a lot of safe places uh, it's just all this uh well most of the cities are built in the in the worst possible place for this they're built near the water yeah they're built on flat places yeah. and and lots of condos um loads of people have moved to south carolina loads of people have moved to the texas coast yeah. lots of industrial facilities it's all on the coast there's so much there's so much safe area in the u.s yet people and industry and all that stuff is concentrated in the areas that are going to be worst affected See, right. that's why. Right. Do you have a timeline? Do you, I know you've said a few different things on your, on your Twitter account. When do you, when would you expect to, to, to see this? Um, I have created a timeline based on how the signs have accelerated. Even I'm not too sure why the signs have accelerated since January of this year, but I noticed since January of this year, there has been a rapid progress in uh, in the appearance of new and growing signs of the plates tightening locking and just showing signs that, that the blocking is, is is advancing so with the acceleration of the signs in the last eight months it makes me suggest that we are um with the this acceleration would suggest that we're moving to uh quickly towards the end point so i don't know why it would just accelerate accelerate like this um Back then in January, we were just seeing um, the signs, plate uh, like earthquakes, uh, the larger earthquakes were showing up at plate corners and some other subtle signs started appearing that we didn't see before. And then since since then, in that eight months, 
the, the signs have really rapidly developed. So this is what makes me think that I doubt that we're going to see acceleration of, of plate tightening and locking up signs go on more than a year and a half. Like, like I would be surprised if we're going to, if we're going to see this acceleration of signs go on for, for so long, it's going so fast. The signs are going so fast, which is, which is what makes me think uh, that it's basically just, a, it's a short time frame now. Before these signs accelerated, had a really long window of possibility up to maybe even decades because I, I didn't see any acceleration of signs. Last year, people asked when it could have come. Okay, maybe it could be in a few years, could be in 15 years. That's what I was thinking last year because the signs were not advancing fast. Now the signs are advancing fast, which is, which is the, the critical clue I'm using to suggest that this, this is likely relatively close. And, when you say relatively close, weeks, weeks, months, what, what? Um, it, it's, it, it's like um, since the acceleration has been going on for eight months, I would suggest no more than double that time um, the event itself should come uh, is, is pretty much what I'm seeing. Yes. Okay. I, I just cannot be the, the like the... The advancement of the of these signs keep going and going and going like past two years. I just don't. I just really don't see that. It it may happen. There, there's too many ranges of possibilities. But my estimation would suggest it it probably has to come in a, in less than a year and a half because of the latest developments, especially since August of this year. Mm -hmm. With what we did not have before was. The, these huge gaps showing up where you get a long period like of days or something where like a whole like a whole region of the earth just stops getting uh, almost all activity all medium to large activity this is something we didn't even see before august and and you see that's a sign i'm gonna see if i've got a lot of your po a lot of your tweets here i'm gonna see if i can share this again because i wanted to show uh, that might not be the right one. <clears throat> um, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but I did want to show you have a you have one video where you show the difference between activity. Yeah, I think this is it. So, nope, that's not it. Okay, you know what? I'll I'll stop looking around for it. But if you go, if listeners want to go to your Twitter page, you you have um, actually I think it's a couple of different videos where you show you know here's here's normal activity, you know, two years ago. And here's what it is today. Hmm. And the difference is really striking. It's very, very dramatic. You can see, you can see the slowdown. You can see that, wow, if, if that really is normal activity in, in the first part of this, then it's just, it's dramatically, dramatically decreased. So you've got some good visual representations of what you're talking about. Yes, and um, some important things are um, some important things to include are it seems to go in cycles. So, mm -hmm. and I, that's what I expect because it, it, the plates are tightening and the pressure is rising. So what what we see is like right now we're actually in an active cycle. So the plates are are now being pushed again. So activity is showing up and the earthquakes are there. Now watch, I um this is happening every time, and I've been right every time. Uh, watch in a couple days it's going to go back into some serious silence and it's like i've been so sure of this since like a few weeks ago and it happened every time i said so you're going to check tertremo or EMS, emsc the main ones and you're going to see they're going to go silent again mm -hmm. you're going to go back in the period of silence by next week it's going to happen it's this didn't happen before um well the activity you see right now um, like as we, if you check right now, it doesn't look unusual, but that's because we're, we're in an up cycle. What never happened before is these periods of silence that keep cycling in each and every single week, the, uh, we go, we, we slip into a massive silence and that those are what we've never seen. How many times have we seen like 10 earthquakes in the 4.3 plus range, um, before, if we've seen one before, it may have been a rare, like once in a year. Now, every week it comes back over and over and over again. That's how so you know. So it's like it's a frequent. weekly cycle. It's like a, 
a, a week of activity and then a week of silence? Well, not, not we, um, it's not exactly weekly and not like um, there's no specific time for this. So, like, I'm not even sure which one. I think we spend more time in the relative silence than active lately. Okay. More more time is definitely being spent in the silence. Before it was 50-50. Like last month, we were spending several days with activity, and then a really strange silence sets in for almost equal time period. And so anyone can check this, and it's very evident. I I can tell you uh, with total certainty that you're going to see these periods of silence keep uh, the silence keep set, um, setting back in after after the acti active the up cycle, as I call it, um, they, they come back. So at least every week um, you, you, you see them. Um, and in the other evidence, though, there, because the, there's the other evidence uh, that this blocking is really happening. Go check the Philippine plate and look at its history um, before all around the Philippine plate. Like, you know, the Mariana Trench, Guam, Taiwan, South, Southern Japan and the east coast of the Philippines, where that subduction zone is. That whole area had a very high rate of, of major earthquakes before. And if you check, it's very clear. It's been going down, down, down. It's been going way down over the years. It's, so, it's the most obvious uh, difference. That Philippine plate has really gone down in activity. And where would people go to look at that history? What is, what's the site? You can you can check USGS and you and you use the tool to um, use the tool to select the area that you want. Like um, check the where the Philippine plate is and select the box. Uh, use a box selection tool and covering the Philippine plate, and then uh, you see the activity. You go back. You look like back in the fifties, back seventies, uh, and early two thousands. And you see all the big earthquakes they had before, and you, you can really clear, you can really clearly see that they had a lot of earthquakes. Like they had major earthquakes fairly common commonly before, and it's very clear that they've reduced more and more and more. And since last year, magnitude six plus, which isn't even such a large, like it's not that's not even all large. It's like medium large to large earthquakes range yeah. has has completely been wiped out except one showed up recently but it wasn't even very big these these earthquakes have have really have really tumbled down in frequency and we went um a, a really strangely long period with no 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 major activity on it so, so it's very easy to, to establish the pattern that earthquakes have been reducing in size around the Philippine plate. And, and that's not the only thing. All around Asia, check all around Asia and look, the Middle East, China, all around Japan, and some, some other areas you'll, you'll notice if you select pretty much around Asia, compare starting from April of year 2016 to now, see how few large earthquakes it's had compared to any other same length period since 2016 in April of that year, uh, they have gone down a lot and they have stayed down. Asia has really been lacking large earthquakes, except there's a certain point. The point where I said where those the three major plates, the three biggest plates on the earth meet, uh, notice there is in a clustering of earthquakes at that point, which is actually quite something you would expect with a plate blocking and pressure situation. And look outside of that point, and there is very few major earthquakes, like six point seven plus. They should there should be a lot. So um, this is over... this is Tokyo you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, that point is, I was telling you, Tokyo um, near Tokyo is where they had a profuse amount of earthquakes over the last five and a half years. But most of the rest of Asia has been sorely lacking major earthquakes since April of year 2016. It's very noticeable that wow. they're not getting their earthquakes. Very, very noticeable. Anyone can check this. Yes, it's very clear that the whole Eurasian plate has, has been stalled out. Because <laughs> you can see. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yes. No, it's it's pretty horrifying, actually, when you, when you think about it. Um, 
Yeah. And, and, and if, if what you're saying is right, then we'll see, you know, after, after this period of relative activity, we're going to see another period of, of just real quieting down and then maybe some more activity. And then this pattern will continue. We'll keep seeing what you're, what you're talking about. Yeah, this is, it's, yeah, it's definitely a a cycle because um, it's a cycle. um, It's, I expect those periods of return of activity because the plates are still tightening up. So it, there's going to have to still be some movement, but the periods of silence are be, the silence are because the plates are getting, getting tight. So it takes time again for more pressure to build. It's like a cascading effect. What, what that really is. So it tight tightens up and then everything freezes in place and mm-hmm. barely moves. Then slowly more strain starts to build. And then the plates start, adjusting to the even slightly higher pressure and then the cycle goes again back into silence things lock up and i I know you 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 said that you don't know what's causing this like what's at the root of this but do you have any any speculation i mean is this just is this really just sort of the culmination of of what's been going on with the earth for thousands of years and and this was should have been expected or any 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 speculation at all um, oh, I, I didn't understand. Can you so, repeat this? So, yeah, um, it just, you've, you've said that you don't know what's causing this, like what's, what's at the root of it, but do you have any ideas at all? Oh, ca- causing what exactly? The, the causing, cycle? causing, yeah, well, causing the blocking, causing, causing this mm-hmm. tightening up that we've never seen before, or have we seen it? Oh, the, the tightening up, well... The tightening, um, the cycles and, and stuff, um, like I'm pretty sure, like I, I know the, the reason we're seeing that. I'm not sure if I said or something I wasn't sure of, it may, may have been something else. Because okay. I, I, I am sure of why this, we're seeing the cycling of the, the tightening, which is because the, the pressure or the tension is, is building and then it's, and it sets into silence. Um, as things get locked up, but then the pressure is obviously still increasing. So it, it has to go through cycles of, of the plates of readjustment. Re- readjustment is, uh, is part of the, why this cycle happens. So th- that part I, I do, I'm pretty sure it, okay. it seems to make a lot of sense. So that, that I, I feel pretty sure about why we're seeing the cycling between the periods of silence and then those um, short um, bursts of activity. Okay, yes. and it seems you know what what you're describing. It it seems like it's it's unprecedented in in human in human life in in, in human existence. Um, why 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 are we seeing it? It's to me it seems like this is the kind of activity you know again knowing nothing about geology. It seems like this is the kind of activity that we would have seen, you know, thousands of years ago, not today. Is is that correct, or is this really just normal? Um, well, first off, um, this is something plates colliding is something that's happened before, like the Indian plate um, collided. But we are in a really strange situation because of the blocking. People should have a look at where like um, the plate mo- plate motion maps and see where most of the plates are moving. Note how most of the plates in the world actually converge towards exactly where this blocking also is, the Philippines. The Pacific plate moves towards the Philippines. The Australian plate moves towards the Philippines. The Eurasian plate also moves towards the Philippines. Almost all the plates actually depend on an overall motion that converges towards the Philippines. It, it blocking up is is the reason why this is a potentially unprecedented plate locking uh, incident? Yeah, so it's because of the location of the blocking. Plates can plates can um, run into each other over long periods of geological history, but this seems something really grave. It's because of where it's in the perfect spot to ensure that the plates have to all stall out and go because they're all coming together at the same. Yeah. They're all, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, it, it's, it's like having, it's, you can imagine if all the, if um, like, um, like, like 
if uh, it's like, for example, the main the main highway in in Toronto, the Highway 401, is um, um, both most of the the vehicular traffic for highways is a 401. So if if you completely shut that down, I will completely gridlock Toronto because everyone is going through that. Everyone mm-hmm. has to go through that. There's no there's no other option. So it's like the same as that that highway mm-hmm. 401 is more than half of all the vehicular traffic. There's no alternative route in most cases. That's how it works for the plates. There is no real alternative right. route. And so if you block that, it's 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 completely gridlocking everything and it's building up more and more. And it's enough to completely bring the plates globally to a standstill. So that's why it's so it's so severe. Right, right, right. Yes. Wow. Um Anything else you want to add as we as we wrap up? Um, uh, well, uh, I, there's not too much more. Like in terms of evidence, um, one thing that um, people should check is for the evidence go- going back to like the earliest point that you can see signs of this. Um, there was an appearance of a huge cluster of earthquakes. Um, like a clustering of really large earthquakes west of Mindanao, Philippines, which I, I didn't think much of earlier, uh, but then I realized what this was, was over a span of 10 years, starting, I think, sometime in the 90s, uh, huge earthquakes popped up in the area that never had history of big earthquakes before, and it kept mm-hmm. going and going year after year over a decade-long period, going up until some point in in the in the 2000s and that i i actually attribute to the the very first sign of the of this plate blocking starting to initiate it, that's that was the pressure from the, the two plates starting to crush together and then after that after that ended that's when the cluster of earthquakes started showing up where i was in in mindanao um and that was also in a place that never got activity and over the span of the, the last two years, it got the activity. So you can see if you check around Mindanao, you notice the patterns which that, that suggest this. these are actually signs that the plates have been crushing together. You can actually see it where, where they had no earthquakes before and, and like why would you have them uh, just show up over that 10-year period? Right, something and, had to change. And, yeah, uh, to change. And, and then... And I checked a bunch of earthquakes in the Western Caribbean, which are also evidence. Also, the Western Caribbean, likewise, had absolutely no activity for major earthquakes up until just just over a decade ago. And I checked there is like there's at least four or maybe more major earthquakes, like 6.9 category or something that have started in the last the last decade period or something. And that I attribute to. Um, the, the North American plate actually forced forced adjusting to the gridlock. So I think the gridlocking of the plates actually started maybe just over 10 years ago. You, you can see mm. by those earthquakes, check in the Western Caribbean, that's a sign that um, of the, the plate gridlock starting. Uh, yes, so, so like the, the Haiti, Haiti earthquake is actually yeah. caused by pressure. Uh, a pressure and it looks like this never actually even happened before before the last decade that wow. you can actually trace the haiti earthquake back to the blocking of the plates and there's two of them in the in a span of in a span of a decade you see wow. so, so 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 yeah um mm-hmm. so basically my overall um point to make is if you check earthquake patterns you will notice that they seem to pretty much go into full agreement that there has been, there is a plate blocking and it's been evolving um, slowly from the nineties and, and a bit more over the last 10 years, earthquake patterns, you see changes would agree with the, the, with a plate blocking progressing. So, so that's pretty much what, uh, what I can say about this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll stay in touch and um, see going forward what happens. But um, yeah, this is, and we didn't really get into it too much. But it's it is interesting how 
you know, what you're talking about is not really being amplified by the mainstream or again, you know, the experts who I've written to, who you've tried to contact. So it's, it's the, the silence there is, is also an interesting story itself. Yeah. Yes. That, that is for sure. Yes. Uh, Another note was about, about Dutch since, which is the the most popular earthquake blogger. I don't want to look like a person that is picking on the competition, but what I'm noticing, maybe looking at what he does is a, it may be an important sign of what could be happening because censorship, if this is being censored, then that could be a clue of the gravity of the situation we're looking at. Just look for signs that Dutch since the the major earthquake blogger, because he like he's popular, he's successful and all that stuff. And look at the behavior and look at the comments on Twitter about how people are reacting to his absence. So there's something happening. Yeah, he just he went silent and then um, he went silent. So I'm yeah. so I, he's not the problem. I think he's been he may have been controlled. There, there, anyone can look and judge for themselves. Yeah, I'll I'll, at, I'll link to his to his account too. Um, yes. Okay. Thank you so much. And we'll, we'll talk again soon. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much also. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.